Go ahead. Bask in the warm waters of the winning edge. There's plenty to go around. We'll just make more. It's not like it's pie or something. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. Hi, this is David Wright. Hi, this is Freddie Lynn. Hi, this is Bucky Denton. You're listening to the Sports Sit-Down. This is the Sports Sit-Down. Mike Demergis along with Scott Taylor and Charles Coughlin on the Sports Sit-Down with the Deshaun Watson conversation. Suspended six games. Uh, Scott, we, we cut you off there right before the break. Um, and you and Charles agreeing that more should be coming, more games should be coming on Deshaun Watson, and uh, Goodell has to come down with a, with a heavy hand here. Yeah, I, I agree he should. Um, will he? And I think Charles asked that question too. Will he do that? Um, uh, that remains to be seen, and, and it remains to be seen over the next few days. The problem that, that he faces is the agreement that he made with the Players Association that they would accept the arbiter's decision. And they accepted who the arbiter would be. They accepted that they were going to live with what she said, um, what she determined. And now they've got six games. And you got to wonder if he steps in and gives a greater suspension, what do the Players Association do after they've accepted the six games and said, we will live with the decision of the arbiter? I think there, there might be a very interesting war between the Players Association and the league after that. Uh, Charles, uh, you're an executive in sports. Um, you've worked with the NFL halftime shows. I, I remember back in, oh, 2003, a little something called Janet Jackson, Justin Timberlake, a scandal ensued. Uh, take us into the boardroom of the NFL and conversations that they have as far as um, trying to avoid these kinds of incidents uh, and protecting their image. Yeah, so, I mean, whatever you're talking about at the NFL, you have a bunch of different people at a bunch of different levels having meetings and discussing things. Roger Goodell, the commissioner of the league is constantly on the phone with the 32 owners, uh, 31 plus the Packers, if you want to look at it that way. And some of those owners are more influential than others. And some issues are more inflammatory than the others. The NFL is a money-making machine. That's what they do. That's what's most important to them. In this particular case, you had a team, the Cleveland Browns, who threw a tremendous amount of guaranteed money at a guy who I don't think there's many people that don't think where there's smoke, there's fire when it comes to Deshaun Watson. The commissioner was unable to step in when the Browns made the steal and make no mistake, from an economic standpoint, forget even a public image standpoint, from an economic standpoint, the owners were very, very upset with the Haslam family making this deal with Deshaun Watson because it takes salaries way out of whack going forward. So you've already got that stigma. Now you've got a league who has been very, very concerned with its public image. You mentioned Janet Jackson. If you look back, that's nothing compared to what Ray Rice was. You've had some other things come up where they've had to take a really, really strong stand on a disciplinary action. Now, Scott makes the point that the Players Association and the league office agreed to let the arbiter do an initial ruling. A lot of phone calls are made, and a lot of things are discussed behind the scenes and off the record. There's probably a lot of dialogue going on now with the league office and the NFLPA that may, and I'm just saying may, I could be completely wrong, the league says to the NFLPA, are you serious? Six games? I get the fact that you got to defend your guy in public, but I want to come at him much, much harder 
do we have a kind of off the record agreement here that if I pursue much more discipline, you'll put up token resistance in the press, but in the grand scheme of things, we're all good. I'm not saying that's happening. I'm saying that could be happening. I don't see, I mean, I guess I shouldn't say this. There's a lot of things that happen in the world that surprise me every day. I got to feel like there's a lot of owners that are in the commissioner's ear saying this is a, this is, this penalty is too light. And that doesn't even have anything to do from whether or not they're in the AFC North and they don't want to play Deshaun Watson twice a year. I think, I just think I'm, I'm shocked by how low the penalty is. I thought he would miss a year. I don't think this is over. Well, television's about stories and drama and certainly Deshaun Watson coming back after six games. Uh, it's a car accident and people are going to tune in. It's about television, television ratings, Scott. And people are going to tune in to see, number one, uh, does he have anything left after 18 months of not playing the game, despite him being able to practice and uh, play in the exhibition games? Uh, Does he have anything left? And there's a storyline here, a lot bigger storyline than if Brissett's uh, under center, that there are TV ratings here at stake for, for the NFL uh, and that's one of the driving forces. And look, teams cannot function. Teams have no chance. Probably the most position, the most important position in sports outside of hockey goalie is the quarterback. And teams cannot win games unless you have a quarterback, Scott. Teams can't win games without an offensive line either. Um, it's great to have a quarterback, but if you can't keep him vertical, you have a really serious problem. Deshaun Watson has a lot of skill. You're right, he's been out a long time. Um, I, I, Sean, uh, Charles made a great, great point. I think when he, when he talked about how the other owners feel about the salary that he was paid, the salary isn't great. It was the signing bonus and it's a shocking number. And it might be the number that would appease the players association. He's going to get his money regardless. He's going to get the signing bonus. His salary was only a, only a million bucks. He's only losing 350000 Now, for us sitting on this show, wow, 350000 I'd like that tomorrow. But the reality is, in the great scheme of things, he's not losing very much. He's losing tip money. And so perhaps if Goodell goes to the Players Association and says, look, we got to do something about this. He's only making a million dollars for the season. He's going to get us $45 million because the Haslams did what they did. For a guy that you probably could have got for a lot, lot less. Uh, regardless of that, he's going to get paid. You tell the Players Association he's getting paid. We're keeping him out for at least 12 games, maybe a year, but maybe two-thirds of the season. You talk about him coming back, and, and, and boy, a lot of people are not going to want to watch anyway. First of all, it's the Browns. They might be 0-6 by the time he comes back. Um, the second part is this is a bad guy. He did bad things. At a but time, that, but that doesn't stop people. I mean, I, I mean, that doesn't stop. I mean, Ray Lewis, obstruction of justice in a murder trial, wins a Super Bowl the following year, and, and is on television. He's on uh, HBO and whatever networks, and, and it doesn't stop him from getting jobs. There are a lot of bad guys that get jobs, and it doesn't seem to deter anything as long as you win. Yeah, but isn't murder okay and uh, and sexual assault not? I mean, that's the way things are now. I mean, really, let, let's look at the history of the National Football League with the way they've, they've disciplined the male approach to life historically, and then you come now and we're, what, to almost half a decade into the Me Too movement and everybody's going, things were bad in Washington, 
things are bad with Deshaun Watson. It's kind of the thing of right now. And as Charles points out, the NFL is worried about its image. To handle that image at this particular time in history, you have to come down hard on these guys. I, Michael, I just want to go back to one one point you made. And Scott's point about the finances are well taken here because it's a guaranteed amount of money, which is what everybody had the hard time with. It's guaranteed. All right, the conversation continues on the sports sit-down. Mike Demergis along with Scott Taylor and Charles Coplin. More coming up after this. You're listening to sports gaming strategies and information you can trust. But we know what you really want. I mean, who's kidding who here, am I right? Well, guess what, Sporto? That's part of the winning edge, too. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network.